Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, 3% brothers? If you haven't done it yet, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I put out new episodes every Monday. This week is an interesting one. Sex therapist and self-proclaimed guru in pleasuring women, Christian Green, the love machine, joined me. We discussed all sorts of things from how the books Atomic Attraction and No More Mr. Nice Guy talk about giving your woman an orgasm isn't important to the fact that 75% of women never reach orgasm from intercourse alone. In fact, 10 to 15% of women report that they have never orgasmed. We also talk about ways besides standard penetration, you can indeed pleasure your women, including using toys, and still get all the credit. All that and more right after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right. This week, we have a special guest, a Mr. Christian Green, the love machine, a guru in pleasuring women. How are you doing today, Christian? Hey, I'm very good. How about you, Paul? (laughs) I'm doing great, man. Thank you for joining me. You were recommended to me by one of the admins on the 3% Man Facebook group. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently... 
you're uh, a guru in pleasuring women, like a kind of like a sex therapist, right? And so you're, yeah. and you got a little bit of an accent there. You're originally from England, but yeah. uh, you're practicing in, in Gackle, North Dakota, of all places. Yeah, there's literally no competition over there, you know? <laughs> I would imagine so. I've never even heard of that place. Um, I mean, there's a dentist around the corner, but apart from that, it's just me, you know? <laughs> Sometimes I'm in competition with the grocery store, but, you know, they know who's boss now. They know, they know, they know where to go when they need to pleasure their women. Exactly. They go to Christian Green. Exactly. So the reason why I have you on today is because um, I posted in the in the 3% Man Facebook group, and I know you're not a member, but we have this group. It's uh, the 3% Man Facebook group, and it's all about, uh, it's a group of students of a book called How to Be a 3% Man by a man named Corey Wade, and he's a, he's a dating coach. Right. Uh, yeah, and uh, and... So I'm sure you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're sort of in the field, so you, you probably understand. But one of the things that, like I, I came across in my learning is um, I, read a, I read two books. One's called Atomic Attraction. The other one is called No More Mr. Nice Guy. And in Atomic Attraction, it, I'm, I'm not quoting directly, but it basically says, you know, don't worry about pleasuring your woman fuck for your own pleasure and then she'll find you more attractive. Like if you just go for what you want, she'll find you more attractive. Mm. And, uh, and no more Mr. Nice guy. He sort of says something similar. He's, he basically says, look, it's everyone's own responsibility to get pleasure in the bedroom. So don't worry about her. Just get yours. And uh, so I, I posted a, a, a thing to the group about it. Like, you know, I never even thought about this that before because I've always been the guy who tries to put my, partner's pleasure first because as a guy we can get off like easily you know like a like a slight breeze just comes by and we're we're, oh, we're having an orgasm day, right yeah but women in order to orgasm some of them some of them is like that some of them some women orgasm super easily mm. and other women i mean you need to flip all sorts of buttons the weather needs to be fucking right the you know like <laughs> tide yeah, the tide, the moon, uh, all that shit. So, um, so sometimes, like, sometimes it doesn't always uh, work the way we want it to. And uh, so I posted that to the group, saying, "Hey, you know, these two books say don't worry about other women." And then all the guys in the group were like, "Fuck that! <laughs> like, you need to pleasure your woman." And I wanted to know what your take is on that. Uh, being mm -hmm. a guru and pleasuring women, I think. Um... There's a lot to be said for both of them, because if you fill women up with positive emotions and positive feelings um, that, you know, she is, you are essentially an emotional drug dealer. So, you know, filling her up with positive feelings and positive emotions um, is, is a really good way of doing things. So, you know, being able to pleasure your woman successfully is one way to get her addicted. That's one technique. Another technique is to also, you have to remember that women like a man they can't control and they can't have their own, have their way with. So a man who just comes in, takes what he wants and walks back out again, nobody really does that. A lot of men are quite, um, you know, would be sort of really, it shows that you are, you don't care. It shows that you're not, you're not living in her world. It shows that you are your own man. You go after what you want. 
I mean, a lot of men do that because they don't know no different. They don't know how to pleasure a woman. But if you can go in there and take what you want and feel no shame and be your own man and just not give a fuck, that sub-communicates a lot of really powerful things. And it makes you look like a very valuable man with no fear and no shame. And that she's going to wonder why, why you're feeling that way, why you're so fearless to go and take what you want you know what is it what's going on are you how many other women are you doing that with you know why yeah. are you so happy and calm to just do that so bold it's boldness got it I, and i think that's sort of the point of atomic attractions take on it is you come across as someone that goes for what they want and that boosts your attraction level but i feel like that's only good in the short term you know, I feel like if, uh, and if, and if all you're doing is spinning plates, you're familiar with the spinning plate concept, right? Yes. Yes. Rolo, Rolo Tomasi. Yeah. Yeah. Of, oh, you've I've read the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> Very good. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you're just out there just to have sex and you don't give a shit about, you know, any of the plates that you're, you're spinning, I feel mm. like do it, just going out there and taking yours is is fine, you know, cause that's all you're out there for anyway. But if you're trying to have a long-term committed relationship, uh, after a while, you know, that your girlfriend is going to get bored with that shit, you know? And that's where I feel like a lot of marriages start falling apart because, and then, and then like she stops wanting to have sex because it's not fun for her anymore. It's a fucking chore. You know, she yeah. doesn't get anything out of it. If you're, and you, you just go in you hit it, you quit it, you fall asleep and roll over. And she's just sitting there going, where, what the fuck, you know? And then like two days later, she gets hers because, you know, you're not home. And so she's got to rub one out in the shower. Like that's, mm. that's not, uh, I feel like in the long term, not focusing on your woman's pleasure in the bedroom is a bad strategy. What do you think? I think so. Because the thing is, you know, in, in the real world, what, what one man can't do, there's another man who can. And, you know, I've known a lot of men, a lot of the men who are very successful with a lot of women, they really understand them, not just the psychological and emotional, but they understand the biological, the physical way that women are. A lot of my clients that, that have come into my office are like that. And the ones who have the best results have really taken the time to understand how to uh, turn them on emotionally as mm -hmm. well as physically. So, you know, not just how to get her, get her turned on in her mind, using all these different things to fill her up with positive feelings and to, you know, put embedded commands and really powerful suggestions into her brain that get her thinking over and over again, just about the two of you and what she could do with you using just implications and suggestions, but they also understand the physical um, aspects. I mean, you know, when, uh, for example, you know, when women have the clitoris or the G-spot engaged, they go absolutely nuts and they spasm all over the place. Um, there's nothing like it. And once you, if you can successfully do that to a woman, there's not much she won't do for you in return. So in the long term, that if you want to get someone addicted and hooked on you, it's my opinion that you should care. But you should also be, here's another thing. Yeah. You should be doing it because it is fulfilling for you. Because for right. me, when I have sex, I feel a bit bad if I've had my fun, but they haven't had theirs. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, if I'm just out taking mine, um, at the end of the day, like you can sense that she's not satisfied. 
and and maybe some guys don't give a shit that's fine but i'm not that guy like if i'm not giving her some kind of pleasure if i don't feel like she's enjoying herself i'm not enjoying myself no because you feel like a con man really yeah because she's not sharing the experience that you're sharing right um and so i yeah absolutely i don't like it i can see why why you know did you say it's something to do with no more mr nice guy yeah are you familiar with that book yeah, I know the concepts of it. So it's a great way for someone to break out of their people pleasing because quite literally that is, is people pleasing. You know, that's one of the most extreme forms of pleasing. So, um, you know, if you, uh, if you do that, it will help you gain that mentality of putting yourself first, making yourself your own mental point of origin and, you know, living for you and not pleasing others. So yeah, in the short term, that's going to be very powerful. But if you want her to come back, if you want her to come and see you again, you should probably learn how to stimulate her in some way. Okay. Yeah. All right. We agree with that. I think, I mean, to be fair, uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy, like you said, it's that part of the book. It's really geared towards guys who, like you said, are people pleasers, but they, they're so focused on pleasing other people that mm. they're like, I don't care if I ever orgasm again. I want to make sure she has her orgasm. And that's not healthy either. You know, like you both should be getting pleasure out of it or why fucking do it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, what's interesting is uh, over the years, I've seen all sorts of different women. So I've, I've, I've ran the gambit and I, um, I ran into a, I, I slept with this one gal one time who I, I've never experienced it before in my life. And it was amazing. She would orgasm like, like it was nothing. <laughs> like I would put it in and like two seconds later she was orgasming. And so we would have sex and she would have orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. And I was just like, Holy shit, this is amazing. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm like the greatest fucking lover of all time. No, that was just her. <laughs> like I'm not too, but you're know, like, I, I, I should be too by her at all because that's just her and her body. It's just, she's built in a way where she can, receive those feelings. And that's not the norm. That's not the norm. I read an article and I'll post all these in the show notes, but I read an article by ABC news. They mm. said that 75% of all women never reach orgasm from intercourse alone. Oh, that's a lot. That's most women. Yeah. That doesn't need much left. No. Like, and, and so that, and when they say that they, they don't reach orgasm from intercourse alone, that means like they can reach orgasm. They just need to be stimulated in other ways, either, you know, oral sex or, you know, you need to, uh, you know, diddle their bean a little bit, you know, <laughs> maybe pull some toys in and, and uh, get, get a little uh, a, a assist there. But, but yeah, 75% of women uh, can't orgasm by just regular sex. And I don't, I, I bet you most men don't even realize that. No. No, um, and this is why the foreplay is so important. Um, because, you know, I mean, really, you know, you should be doing as much of that as you, as you possibly can, because that, that is, in many cases, that is the one method that does work for a lot of women. I'm, I'm glad that I have a, a pleasure guru on here to bring that up. So, yeah, because I feel like for women... Like, like I said, like we said earlier, men, you know, just a, a slight breeze can come by and we'll, 
we'll we'll get ours but uh for women they need so much more and a lot of it's a mental game for them they need to be in the mood they need to be feeling sexual like men have a lot of testosterone so it's just easier for us women just aren't there so they need a lot more stimulation so a lot of that foreplay and some of that is oral sex some of that is you know a little bean diddling and fingering and stuff like that um Mm. it's all very very important to get her aroused to the point where she can orgasm during intercourse yeah yeah that's it or to you know continuously between uh intercourse you know before and after always go back to her again always because a lot of guys are too focused on them they're too worried about their performance and what their junk can do but what they're not thinking is these hands here and it's 100 percent safe you're not going to catch anything or this that the other you can do so much with those hands there's so much you can stimulate with those hands and the majority of women will climax a huge amount of women i mean i i've only ever known one woman who i haven't been able to make climax by using using these using these hands and so you know if she gets hers then uh-huh. Uh, she will very often be 100% happy to then give you what it is you want. That's, yeah. that's my experience. That yeah. She'll be very happy to, you know, either give oral or, you know, hardcore sex, whatever it is. And uh, fortunately, I have dealt with a reasonable amount of the ones who can orgasm during sex. And that's a powerful thing. But I have a feeling that, that, the cycle has a big part of it as okay. in being on the ovulatory shift. Um, I also think that the, 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 the psychological aspect yeah. in her mind has a huge part of it as well. Yeah, definitely. One thing. So uh, another uh, link I'm going to post in the show notes here is a YouTube video I found uh, where there's this uh, lady and she, she <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's very informative. She's got this vagina puppet. And, uh, it's called, uh, like the number one reason women don't orgasm. And so she's explained to this other lady, you know, basically this vagina puppet and she's got, you know, the labia and she's got, this is the clitoris and this is the hood. And, and she's like, right under here is the G spot. And basically the G spot is just an extension of the clitoris that goes inside the body. And she said, you know, when she, she had the lady, she goes, stick your finger in like this. And she basically did like, you know, that she had the lady do like a thrusting motion just in and out of the vagina. Like most people, like most dudes have sex, right? They stick it in, pull it out, you know, in and out, in and out. And, and she's like, you're not hitting that G spot at all. And she's like, and some guys aren't even like rubbing on the clitoris. And it's all because it's the wrong angle. It's the totally wrong angle. She goes, in order to even hit the G spot, you need to like, she goes, if you stick your finger in maybe an inch, maybe an inch and a half and curve your fingers up and bang on the top of the vagina, the, the vaginal wall, that's the, that's where the G spot is. And your penis is going right by that. <laughs> so a lot yeah. of women aren't going to orgasm by strictly by doing that. So you have to stimulate her in other ma- methods. Well, that's it. So if they know where it is in themselves, then they can assist that, especially when they're on top, they've got way more control of that. Yeah. But I might be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, if you're doing it from behind, keeping it, keeping my language clean here, then you're far more likely to hit it. 
Yeah, uh, but that's that's not all women. So, um, but like like you said, so I've I've known two women in my life that could only get off from being on top because yeah. that was the right angle. But they couldn't. It wasn't a bouncing like motion like you see in a porno movie where they're doing reverse cowgirl or they're on top bouncing up and down on the guy's dick. They yeah. have to. They get on top and then they got to grind. They do a grinding motion. And that does nothing for a guy, really. I mean, if it all feels good, but it's that's not going to get a guy off, typically. Mm. But it's going to get most women off. So these these two women I, I dated, one was in high school. She was the first, uh, she was the second girl I ever slept with. Uh, she would get off, but that's the only way she could get off. So she would always like, okay, let me get on top. Let, like, let me get mine now. And then she would do her grinding until she would have a couple orgasms. And then it was cool. And then say another, another gal that I slept with uh, years later, same way, same way. That was, uh, she was, I was able to get her to orgasm uh, in missionary a couple times, but it was so fucking rare. And I was, I was able to get her to orgasm with oral sex all the time. Like that was pretty easy to do, but if it was penetration sex, she had to be on top. So there's some ladies like they can only get off with certain positions. So um, I know, I know some gals that, like doggy style is their preferred position because they get off more. That that one chick that I said would basically orgasm like, you know, super easily. Her preferred uh, uh, position was doggy style, but she would get off in any position. That girl was fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, going back to that that video, <laughs> I, I just want to point out this one quote. She says, I think is hilarious. She says. Unless uh, he's stimulating your clit, you aren't actually having sex. You're just letting someone jack off inside you. Yeah. <laughs> about right. It, it is about right. So, I mean, so you're saying um, you think just like angle wise, like in your experience, uh, yeah, the do- doggy styles, pro- like you think is the best? Either that or girl on top. Um yeah, I mean, girl on top is giving them the power to get get it in position that's going to work for them because they're in control of, of the angle now. They're in control of what they do with it. Um, so I, I think that's a good one. But doggy style, I think, you know, the chances of then hitting, the of, of catching the G-spot are much better, especially if they cooperate. So, you know, you're doing your bit, but they are, you know, adjusting and shifting themselves as well. That's how you know they're enjoying it is when they're when they're kind of giving it back. Um, I think I think that's a very, very good one for that because it's kind of going in the right direction. I think um, overall for any any position, any type of woman, uh, communication is so important. Yeah, because if a girl's not telling us what they like we're just fucking guessing you know like we're just like uh i'm doing what other chicks have liked is this working for you and if they're just like you know and if they're not making any movements they're not making any uh, you know sounds you know they're not guiding you like oh move this way oh you know do rub me there touch me here guys don't fucking know they're just doing what they've done in the past and it, it doesn't always work with all women. Like, um, so in this book that, that this whole, you know, podcast and the 3% man Facebook group, uh, that I told you about earlier is based off of, that's one of the things that the author talks about. He, you know, he says 
all women are different. Some women, like you rub their nipples and, you know, it drives them nuts. Other women, you rub their nipples and it does nothing for them. You know, just like all women are so different. You, you know, so without that communication, we don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They are. There is no one size fits all. And so it is very important that they communicate and, and some women just won't do that. And they're the kinds of women that I would uh, sort of like to avoid in the long run. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think some women can be taught, <laughs> you know, some women uh, you can say, Hey, look, this will be a better, a better experience for you. If you tell me what you like, you know, um, I think that that can happen, but if that doesn't happen, then the, I don't think that relationship's going to work. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of the reasons why um, I can't get behind personally, I can't get behind no sex before marriage because, okay. because if you <laughs> you pull that trigger, you get married and then you find out that you're having sex with someone that's not a good communicator in the bedroom and they're not telling you what they like and they're not getting pleasure, you're going to have a sexless marriage in a couple of years. It's a lot of money to pay for a, for a, for a bit of sex, isn't it? It's a, you might as well just get an escort. <laughs> that's, a, that's terrible. That's terrible, Mr. Green. Um, but, but you're right. So there, so there's one other article. There's a one other article that I wanted to mention. It's from a, a, a Medline Plus, and they said that 10 to 15 percent of women have reported having never orgasmed. Mm. So they they might have had many sexual partners their whole life, but they've never figured out what does it for them. Have you ever ran into clients or you know on your own yes. dating circle that have uh, reported that? I've heard this from a few clients. Um, it does occasionally happen. And I myself um, dated a girl back in my 20s, long time ago now, um, who was uh, very rigid, very uptight, um, very interested in me, but uh, you know, very, very shy in the bedroom, very reserved. And um, you know, she didn't talk very positively about the the intimacy with her ex, and she hadn't had much ex, much sex at the time with that guy. And in fact, she actually ditched him for me because we were at the time we were friends. And this would have been one of the few occasions where being friends with them actually did work because there was a really powerful chemistry there in the beginning, and it was it had a very sexual kind of vibe. But um, no, she. Um, you know, nothing I did worked with her. I did everything that I had done with everyone else that had that had previously worked and it just didn't. And she didn't really talk about it either. And mm -hmm. so once I realized that was the case, I was very keen to try and break it off and get out of there as quick as I could. But mm -hmm. being a young 20 something year old, I found that harder than, you know, harder than it was. So you're, uh, so you're pretty young when that happened. You didn't, it didn't dawn on you to try to try other things. Uh, no, no, I, um, I'll tell you what I did. Yeah. I got mine. I put <laughs> hand where I wanted it to be. And I said, all right, go on, keep going. Yeah. Bit more of this bit higher, bit harder. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, if I can't satisfy you, then, uh, feel free to satisfy me. Got it. Okay. That's so, 
like, I mean, so now you're a little bit older. You're what, in your early 30s or something like that? Like, has I'm, uh, Yeah, yes, 32. Yeah, so has that changed? Like, would you incorporate other things in the bedroom now to, to overcome that? Or um, well, or just think, are, 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 or, or would you say, like, that's a lost cause? For me, it's a lost cause because one okay. of my screening exercises that I do, one of the most important things uh is is i i screen for certain characteristics okay and one of the characteristics that i that i'll i even talk about this with girls on the day i say you know sex is one of my values it's one of the things i live for it's one of most one of my favorite things to do i mean why wouldn't you want to do that with someone who you have an attraction for um sure it's the greatest feeling in the human body i mean i built my career around it i even i even paid off my mortgage around this um, sex is everything to me. And so, you know, a girl who, who, uh, who doesn't like sex with a sex therapist, I just can't see how that's going to work. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think, um, relationships that lose sex, you know, that they become boring relationships and that's where people usually get divorced. They break up and stuff like that. You get into a routine, fucking sucks. Mm. Haven't had sex in three months. Like no one likes that. Even women, I think. Sex is the glue that holds it together. Women want to have sex a lot. It's just only with the guys they perceive to be high quality men. Only Mm -hmm. with the guys they perceive to be, well, as they say in the manosphere, alpha males. Got it. Okay. Hypergamy. Hypergamy. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you don't even have to, well, you kind of do. You have to kind of be in shape. That's a given, but more often than not, you, you know, yeah, you kind of have to have a sense of style, but above all, it comes down to living in your own frame and owning who you are and passing all the tests by, you know, not giving into the pressure, not, you know, not being a, a sort of a weak, needy, nice guy. You know, if you can live the alpha, even having just having a really strong alpha mindset without having great style or being in particularly great shape as a man puts you in that alpha bracket, having that strong, I'm a, I'm a man. I do what the fuck I like, take it or leave it. Come along. If you like, this is where the party's at. If you don't want to be there, then, you know, fine, be my guest, keep going. Um, even, even if you can just do that, if you can just have that mindset, but generally if they perceive you as alpha, Mm -hmm. then they will be highly sexual with you. If they're not being sexual, you have either, she's not particularly a sexual person, which is not great, but you know, if she once was sexual and she's not being sexual anymore, you know, she's, she's closed off. You've turned her off. You've put her off something you were doing or something you've done has completely closed her up or turned her off because sex happens when you're having a good time when you're vibing and laughing if you're laughing together you know you're relaxed you're vibing you're having fun when you're having fun together that's when sex happens you stop having fun and you start being boring and logistical and you know when are we taking the kids next to blah blah oh i don't know what do you think oh who's paying that bill oh who took the trash out last when you when the fun stops when the laughter stops the sex stops sex is often a barometer of the quality of the relationship got it okay that's very that makes a lot of sense actually hmm. um so going back to the 10 to 15 percent of women who have reported never orgasming i've only yeah. I, i've only experienced that with one uh one gal i'll get to her in a minute 
Um, but I, I have had, uh, I've dated two other gals that they couldn't, they just absolutely couldn't have orgasm either with uh, finger stimulation, uh, oral stimulation or, or uh, intercourse. Like they could only have orgasm with some kind of toy, some kind of vibrating toy. Okay. So the first time that happened, I had gotten out of a relationship where I was having like magnificent sex, just like I could easily, well, I wouldn't say easily my partner, uh, it would take her a little while. So we'd have to have like sex for, you know, well over an hour. But once I got her to orgasm, she could have like two or three orgasms, you know, it, uh, right after that. Um, and so we would have this, like these epic sex sessions. Cause it just, I took my time with it, you know, to make sure she got off, but I, she would get off every time. Um, so then I went into this relationship with this other gal and no matter what she couldn't orgasm, but she like fully expected it, fully understood it. And so what she would do is after she would want me to get mine and then she would go get her toy and say, help me with this. And that like the way she did it wasn't very sexy to me though. So like that relationship didn't last very long. And I was like very disappointed in that sexual uh, relationship. But, and so I was like, dad, I don't, you know, like, I feel like I need to have someone that I can pleasure, you know? And I realized that not all women can do that, but I need that. And um, so one of the exercises we do in the, in the, in this book is we create a list of wants and don't wants. And sometimes, you know, you can have a list of like 30 some odd wants and don't wants, mm -hmm. and uh, you have to kind of narrow it down to what are the deal breakers, right? So I, in my, my, don't want to call them. I, I said, you know, a woman that can't orgasm with intercourse. And in my wants column, I wanted someone that could easily orgasm, but it wasn't one of my deal breakers, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Because after that chick, almost a, like, the very next chick after this chick was another chick that couldn't orgasm unless she had some kind of vibrator, but she was a little more fun about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Maybe there's something maybe there's something to this, you know? Um, and then I, you know, I, I had some other partners after that chick that, you know, could easily orgasm. And, uh, and then I, you know, I, I, I had one other chick that this one, she absolutely couldn't orgasm at all. And uh, she said she had never orgasmed her entire life. And I was like, what? Never? I was, and I said, well, well, how do you orgasm with just yourself? Cause I just, you know, assume that all women, you know, diddle themselves, you know, most men do, I would say a hundred percent of men do. Uh, but she was like, I don't, I don't. And I was like, what do you mean you don't? And she was like, I, I've just, I, I'm just one of those women that can't orgasm. But she said, well, I take that back. I've orgasmed once and I go, aha, okay. There's something to this. And I go, all right, this is going to be my mission. We're going to figure this out. We're going to find what works. And so I tried a bunch of different things. I even ordered uh, some different products online uh, and we, we, we started having science experiments and we finally found, uh, and I, <laughs> I got this, uh, this massager, uh, it was a quote unquote massager off of Amazon. Uh, and you can get sex toys off Amazon if you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got this, this, this uh, vibrator off Amazon and it had all these different speeds and, and stuff like that. Cause the first toy I got her, it had a, this, it was like a fingertip vibrator. 
I was like, this will be fun. And it was curved. I was like, okay, I could probably get her G-spot pretty good with this. Did nothing for her. And uh, the thing was, is it just didn't vibrate enough. It was just this very subtle vibration. It was a piece of shit. So she was like, this doesn't work. I was like, okay, okay, we'll try something else. So I got this other vibrator and holy shit. She was like, oh my God, that's intense. You know, and so we had to like find the right setting and, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to put it here. And then, and I was like, I need you to work with me. And I was like, if this isn't hitting the right spot, like move it to the right spot. And so, so like what I said, some women can be taught to communicate. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, just help me out here. And so she was, she was like, okay, not that spot. She'd move my hand over, but she was like afraid to do that. Cause she was afraid, like it was going to hurt my ego. And I was like, no, like this is, we're going to get yours. We're, we're conducting science experiments here. So we, <laughs> so we, we did that. And she was like, holy shit. And she's like, she had an orgasm. And then, uh, and then right after she orgasmed, I, I put it in and we played around some more. And then I said, here, you take it and you touch yourself there while I'm like, while we're having sex. And she, she orgasmed again. She was like, holy shit. No one's ever done this during sex. I was like, there's nothing wrong. I guess, long story short, there's nothing wrong with getting a little assist in there because at the end of the day she's going to associate all that pleasure with you especially if you're the one doing it yeah and most men will not do that they will take theirs and get the fuck out of there yeah yeah so um and then one thing like so after we've continued these experiments uh after after that that first experiment she was like holy shit this is amazing she ordered one uh she ordered another one so that she could have one at her house and i could have one at my house and uh she's so funny she she uh she named them and some crazy chick anyway uh good gal good gal but she um where was i going with this uh yes she named them and then uh, yes then another experiment time we were doing it and then uh after i put it in she was able to orgasm without it and just like the penetration because she was there already and she had never experienced that her whole life either so, I mean, sometimes if, if you find a chick that, uh, I guess the moral of the story, guys, <laughs> is that if you find a chick that's like that, you might consider bringing in some other kind of toys in the bedroom to, to spice things up. Have you, would you recommend that? Do you recommend that in your, your, your practice there, Christian? Yes. Yeah, I, I do recommend people do that. Um, yeah, I've even done that myself a little bit with uh, a long-term relationship who who was quite similar who couldn't get it from the the penetration um and so she we we did stuff like that pretty pretty similar things to what you're describing yeah did you um like what kind of if you don't mind me asking like what kind of toys did you use uh did you use like one of those like those vibrating massagers was it like a dildo like what like what was it or did you have like a whole bunch of different things um well, she responded very well to, you know, the rubbing and massaging. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there was a particular thing. Uh, it was a small bullet-shaped thing that went across the clitoris and vibrated hard. Oh, is it? I saw something like that once years ago. Some chicks were raving about it. It was called like uh, the magic bunny or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Something rabbit. And it yeah. was like something strapped on to them, like... Yeah onto themselves yep. and yep. That's oh, the okay one. okay um yeah it was it was something like that 
yeah um so that 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 yeah i don't know um we got that quite late in the process before we finished up um before we broke up so i don't know how effective that was oh okay do you think uh, well do you think if you had it early on in the process it would have helped yeah yeah back when she was still you know truly 100 percent open to me it would have been different but by that point i'd shut her down and closed her up you know i'd taken her out of uh out of a submissive feminine state a lot of the time she would come back this was way back in my early 20s now she would come back to me you know when i used humor and you know these are the techniques that you, you know that are talked about in david dieta's book the way of the superior man and mm-hmm. you know, all these things about opening a woman back up when she closes down to you it's funny i kind of knew that when i was younger because I yeah. kind of, there were plenty of times where I did that. I knew that if she was being grumpy or angry, I knew that if I just made a joke and started teasing her and going, well, who's in a bit of a stog then? Um, you know, stuff like that, going, oh, look at you. Turn yeah. that phone upside down, girl. I knew that when I did stuff like that, she'd come straight back to me. Mm. But uh, Eventually that one, uh, that one broke apart in the end, but you know, I spent many years with that one, just, uh, you know, getting mine. <laughs> Got it. Getting it and getting it real good. And then watching her just sort of, sort of sit there thinking. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things, um, someone told me one time was, and I haven't tried it myself, but, uh, someone told me that there's a toy like a cock ring toy. That's well, that's what I had. That's what it, you I had that. Say it, but that's what it was. Oh, okay. Because the thing I was thinking of the the bunny, the the magic bunny, fucking whatever it was. It was like a thing that strapped on a, a girl. Like it was almost like underwear. Oh right, no, this was strapped onto me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I. Uh, Cause I, in my, in my, uh, someone told me about that. And then, uh, in my research for that one gal that, uh, you know, was having issues, but we found that, you know, that one vibrator, I was looking at all sorts of different options, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I did look into some of those, like you basically, it's like a, a, like a ring that goes over your, your, your penis. And then it's got like, but you put it on the, the base. Right. And so it's got like a clitoral stimulator at the end. Yep. That's it. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs> you know, I feel like that would vibrate me uh, so much that I would, uh, I would, I couldn't last that long. Ah, uh, you'd be all right. You'd be okay. You'd be all right. Okay. Yeah, it's not that bad. Huh. All right. Well, maybe, maybe down the road, we'll, I'll have to try that. Yeah, I would, I would uh, definitely recommend it. <laughs> Well, this has been uh, an enlightening conversation, Mr. Green. I'm glad that you're able to take time out of your, your busy schedule to, to join me from your, uh, your practice in, in Gackle there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have any clients for the next 20 minutes, actually, but uh, I should probably start uh, setting the office back up. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Well, I'll tell you what, um, we've gone for about 40 minutes. I think that's, I think we've pretty much talked about everything there is to talk about on this subject. Basically, uh, a majority of women, 75% of women, will they can't reach orgasm, which is regular intercourse. Guys need to know that. They need to not get frustrated when their women are like that. And they need to take some ownership, I think, in the bedroom 
and figure out what does work for her, for her, whether it's oral sex, finger stimulation, or even pulling in some cock rings, <laughs> right? Or, 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 or massagers that have variable settings and shit, you know, whatever Absolutely. works, whatever it is that can give you the assist to pleasure her, you're going to get all the credit at the end of the day. So, so fucking like set your ego aside and, uh, help her get hers. And then she's going to be more addicted to you. Absolutely. She's going to really want to reciprocate and give you yours. Um, I mean, we don't give to get back, but I hear a lot of guys talking to me, um, about how they did this and they did that. And, you know, they think, well, I've done this for her, so she should be pleasuring me. But, you know, if you, if you want her to pleasure you, I would start off by pleasuring her. I agree. Um, my current, my current girlfriend, she's been on the podcast a few times. You know, we talk about it like it's like it, not, not sex specifically, but it's a partnership. Like if you're going to be in a long-term relationship, it's, there's a partnership there, you know? So, um, and then I, I also want to say for, if you guys ever run into one of those 10 to 15% of women that have never orgasmed, take up the challenge, take up the challenge. It could be, it could be fun running some science experiments and she mm. might enjoy it too. Hopefully so. <laughs> and if not, well, maybe it's but not meant to be. Better come to Gackle and get in line. <laughs> come to gackle learn from the guru himself mr green thank you yeah. for your time today all right thank you so much thank you mr green i wish you well in your practice up there in gackle north dakota i hope you guys got some valuable information from this episode if you're not able to get the job done in the bedroom men it's probably not your fault all women are different sometimes you have to think outside of the box if you do she'll thank you for it all right, guys, I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.